Hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Rambling Alchemist. Just me rambling on about how to fix your problems whilst, well, rambling, I guess. Today I want to talk about mindfulness. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts and bodily sensations. Or at least that's what the dictionary says. But what does that all mean? Well, it's about being fully aware of what you're doing, being aware of where you are and really just concentrating on the one thing you're doing and not reacting to everything else going on around you. Over time, we train our minds to ignore our worries and stresses and to just for that moment, observe. It's not about burying your head in the sand or ignoring your problems. It's more about momentarily ignoring everything and just being. Mindfulness takes many forms. It can be a pause during the day just to reflect for a moment. It could be meditation. It could be listening to music, reading a book. There really isn't a right way to do it as long as you aren't focusing on everything as a whole, but just what is happening right now. So 2020 gave us more than our fair share of dramas with Covid, lockdown, Brexit, the American election and all the other trials and tribulations that went on. And for some people it was overwhelming. And concentrating on all those things at the same time would have been enough to blow your mind. Mindfulness helps to slow us down, to take stock and to relax the mind enough to work a way through everything. Life may be difficult but we can make it easier for ourselves. My own working life ground to a halt in 2020 then came back to life with a whole new list of rules, which I found tough and difficult at the time. But using mindful techniques, I've managed to work my way through it. And although at the time of recording, we're still not through it, I definitely feel better able to cope than I did at the beginning. So that's mindfulness in a nutshell. But I want to concentrate today on a specific mindful technique, which I personally enjoy and which I hope you find useful. And what is that technique? I hear you ask. Mindful walking, that's what it is. So first I have another dictionary definition. Mindful walking is a form of mindful movement. It uses the everyday activity of walking as a mindfulness practice to help you become more aware of the sensations in your body. By tuning into your environment and the sensations in your body as you walk, it can help you to focus on the present moment. So again, what does all that mean? Well, when you're out on your walk, instead of letting your mind wander, worrying about what to have for tea or how you're going to get that report finished for work, concentrate on the walk, on the sensations you feel, the sounds and sights, how your body feels as you walk. Pay attention to the moment, setting aside all the stresses of the day and just being there on your walk. So let's give it a try, shall we? I'll guide you through a typical mindful walk and give you some pointers along the way. You can either listen as you walk or listen first and then go for a walk. It doesn't really matter. The important thing is that you are fully engaged in the walk and don't worry about what else is going on in your life while you're out. I've heard some people say that you can really only connect if you walk in the country and if you live in a city, it's boring. Well, it's certainly different if you're in a city or a town. But you can still go for a walk. You can still observe the things around you. While you are out, take notice of what you see. There is almost certainly going to be something you've walked past many times and never noticed before. Before we start, be aware of your surroundings. Make sure that you are safe where you walk. If you have to walk near a busy road at any point, obviously pay more attention to that than to the walk. Please don't get run over. So, step outside your front door. Take three deep breaths. As you breathe in, imagine yourself filling with positivity. And as you breathe out, let all your negativity leave you. Now bring your attention to your feet. Can you feel the ground beneath them? Is it hard, soft, 
flat or sloped? How even does it feel? Take a few moments to feel the ground. Imagine what is beneath the surface. How deep does it go? Start to take a few steps forward. How do you feel as you walk? Think about how your body feels, how your muscles work together to move you forward. Now listen to the sounds around you as you walk along. If you're in the country, you can probably hear the birds, the wind rustling through the trees, the sounds of wildlife, maybe a dog barking in the distance. If you're in a town, you're more likely to hear traffic, people talking, maybe music coming from a shop doorway, the sounds of life. Whatever you can hear, don't pay too much attention to it. Don't get involved, just observe. As you walk along, can you hear the sounds getting louder or softer? Are you moving away from them or towards them? Again, don't get involved with the sounds. Just imagine where they might be in relation to you. Now take a deep breath in through your nose. What can you smell? If it's the countryside, maybe that smell isn't too pleasant. If it's the town, maybe you can smell pizza, bacon cooking, or diesel fumes. Whatever you can smell, try to think where that smell's coming from. Have you smelled it before? How many times have you walked this route? Can you match any of those sounds that you heard earlier with the smells? Now start to really look around you. What can you see on your journey? Pay attention to the small things. Even if you're in a town or a city, you will see signs of nature everywhere, between pavement cracks on the walls, wildflowers, grasses, mosses. They'll always find somewhere to get a hold. Really pay attention to what you're seeing. If you see other people around, try to imagine their lives. What do they do? Lawyer, shopkeeper, axe murderer? Hopefully not the last one. Try to imagine where they might be going or where they've been. Try not to stare at people, they'll think you're weird. But just imagine in your head a little life for them. If you're lucky enough to be walking through a forest, look at the different trees around you. How many different types can you spot? Do you even know the difference? As you walk along, try to engage with all your senses. Really immerse yourself in your surroundings. If you can reach out, run your hand along a wall or a tree trunk, feel the texture. Is it warm, cold, hard, soft? If your mind drifts away at any point, slowly bring it back, concentrating on what you're actually experiencing and what you're really doing. Think about your feet taking one step in front of the other. All the way along your walk, concentrate on what you're experiencing, how you're feeling, the changes you see as you move along. As you return home, take another deep breath in and feel yourself relaxing. A mindful walk can be as short as a few minutes or as long as a day if you want. The important thing is to just think of the walk, the sensations you feel and the experience that you get as you walk along. All the way along we are pulling our attention back to the walk, giving our minds something specific to think about so that it doesn't get distracted by all the other stuff that's going on. Once you're back home you should feel more relaxed and better able to cope with life but this does take some practice so don't worry if you don't get it at first. It took me a while to really switch off while I was walking I found so much whizzing through my head most of the time, everything going on that, that is going on in my life. I just had conversations over and over with myself in my head. But the more I tried it, the easier it became. Now I can easily walk through the forest in a word of my own, paying attention to what I see and feel amongst the trees. It's a great help through lockdown particularly. So that was mindful walking. Hopefully it made sense. Give it a try, see how you get on. Remember, you don't have to spend your entire walk in a mindful state. You could just try it for a short part of your walk until you get the hang of it. And eventually, it almost becomes second nature. Mindfulness is intended to be a state of mind rather than a specific practice. Looking at the world in a mindful state allows you to step back from a situation, observe for a while, and then act when you have best worked out how to deal with it. 
I use mindful techniques in all areas of my life where I can, and I found this really helps me deal with stress so much better. Living a mindful life may seem a step too far, but it's not something that you just switch on. It's a long journey, and you're always learning new ways to remain calm. But there will be times when it doesn't work, when things are just too difficult. Don't beat yourself up over those times. We all have them. It's like anything. If you find yourself drifting, gradually bring yourself back until you're back on track. Mindful walking really helped me deal with a lot of the stresses of last year and some of this year too. I hope it will help you too. So it's time to update you on my 1,000 miles walking challenge from Land's End to John O'Groats. I've moved a little further on since last time, although I'm finding February a bit slower going than January was. I'm not behind yet, so that's something, and I will catch up if it ever stops raining. The weather has been so bad just lately. On my virtual map, I visited the town of Ness and Ness Cove, which I've never heard of, never mind been there. Ness Beach is a shingle beach, which has been used by smugglers in the past. This whole area was a popular smuggling region back in the day. The beach is actually accessed through Smuggler's Tunnel, although it is possible that it was built in the 1800s by the owners of Ness House just up the road, so they could actually access the beach themselves. No one seems to know for sure. After leaving Ness, I crossed the River Tyne on the road bridge and headed through Tynemouth on my way north. I didn't know much about Tynemouth, so I've been messing about on Google doing some research. Apparently there has been a settlement there since the 7th century, and being on the river estuary, it was an important port as far back as the 12th century. During the 17th century, many ships from Tynemouth suffered raids from privateers and pirates, and it's possible smuggling was the town's most significant trade. As I said, this area was rife with smugglers. It's changed a bit now, and is a popular tourist spot. In 2005, it was declared a fair trade town. No, I didn't know what that was either. Apparently, the fair trade town status was awarded to towns who promote fair trade certified goods. Simple, really. I was hoping to find some famous people from Tymouth, but I didn't succeed. The best I could come up with was that the poet John Keats once stayed there and probably completed his epic poem Endymion while he was there. Who knows? I'm now just 12 miles south of Exeter, where my path turns east and follows the rest of the south coast path on the way to Weymouth in Dorset. Hopefully, I'll have more luck searching for famous residents there. Until next time, stay safe. Thank you for listening to The Rambling Alchemist. For more information and to follow me on social media and read my blog, head over to www.stuartlovell.co.uk.